Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of our Blimey Cast. This episode is the number 18 and in this one I'm going to have with you another speaking practice class. You know how it works, right? I'm going to feed you with advanced vocabulary and then I will ask you questions. First, I give you related expressions and related words to the theme of the class and then more advanced words and expressions. And later on, I will ask you questions, questions from the real exam for you to practice your answers, right? I hope you like this one. Let's get started. You're listening to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. Hello again and welcome back to Blimey English. Today we are going to have our fourth speaking practice class. In this one we are going to talk about another topic and then I will feed you with vocabulary and related expressions related to the theme of this class and then later on in the class I will ask you some questions questions from the real exams, right, for you to practice. As I always tell you, I will not give you my feedback here, first because I simply can't, right, we are not talking, and secondly because this is something that I only do to my students and I get the chance to interact and talk to them, teach them the techniques you need to know, what you need to do, and that is going also to be featured on my online course that's going to be launched soon, soon, but not yet. So until then, what you can do is improve your abilities in the speaking test. And the way to do this is just practice. You know the five Bs rule, right? Which are practice, 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 and practice. That's it. That's all you need to do. Okay, I know, I know. It's simple, but it's not easy, right? I know, I know, but this is no excuse, right? Something being difficult or not easy is not an excuse to not do something, right? Otherwise, you will not pass your test. And I don't think you want that, do you? So that's it. Okay, in this class, we are going to talk about buildings. That will be the main um, theme of this class. And I will start giving you related vocabulary, right? You might want to have a notebook with you and a pencil or a paper or even your laptop. You can type things, a clear document, right? So are you ready? Okay, let's crack on with this. First, uh, the first related vocabulary here is this, contemporary structure, contemporary structure. This means something existing or happening now, right now, in these days, right? So, can you notice the pronunciation of the expression contemporary structure? You see, it's linked. That would be what we call connected speech. I'm planning uh, making a video on connected speech, but that is for later on. 
because this also helps you with your fluency, right? But here, I just want you to notice so you can be aware of it, right? I'm not saying contemporary structure, although this is the formal way to say the standard. I'm just saying contemporary structure, you see? I link the words. Okay, that would be something existing or happening right now. And I will give you two examples. The first one is a contemporary music, literature, art or fashion. See, you can be talking about um, a contemporary literature, for example, which is a type or a sort of literature that is existing or happening right now, these days that we are living, right? The example number two is, although the house was built a hundred of years ago, it still has a contemporary style. It means it's still quite fashionable, right, these days, although it was built a hundred of years ago. Okay, let's go see the next related vocabulary, and that's the one, edifice. Edifice. So that would be a large building, especially an impressive one. This is a very nice word for you to replace, to alternate with the other word building, because if you don't do that, you will sound repetitive, right? And repetitiveness is a problem here. Do you remember the video I made on repetitiveness? I will leave the card somewhere here in this video for you. But you could go changing this with the word building to not sound repetitive, right? And I'll give you two examples here. The first one is the town hall is the only edifice surviving from the 15th century. The town hall is the only edifice surviving from the 15th century. And example two, the Burj Khalifa is an edifice with 160 floors. Did you know that? Did you know that? Would you fancy visiting there? I would. I would. It must be such an inimitable experience, isn't it? So, inimitable is something that cannot be copied, right? An inimitable experience, right? It's the one of its kind, right? You would not have another one like that. Okay, let's go see the next related vocabulary. Erect. Erect. This means to build a building, a house, a wall, or other structure, right? To put something in the vertical position, right? If you are erecting a building, you are constructing it, right? You are raising it, okay? Then we've got the first example here. The war memorial was erected in 1950. The war memorial was erected in 1950. So... Let's go see the second example. The city council is erecting a new building for the local museum. The city council is erecting a new building for the local museum. Okay, let's go see the next expression. The next related vocabulary. And that's the one. Break up. Break up. Be careful to not say break up, because that would be something else. The expression here is break up. 
break up. This means to build a wall of bricks around something or to fill something with bricks, right? You know what bricks are, right? Those little, sometimes little, sometimes a bit bigger blocks or what is it? Is it clay, right? That's used to uh, build the walls of a house, right? That would be a brick. So the example number one, the doors and windows had been bricked up to prevent the squatters from getting in. So with squatters, I made a note here for you, are people who live in buildings without permission, right? So if you want to prevent squatters from getting in, so you can break up the windows and the doors, right? So they cannot get in anymore. And example number two, the tree fell down and destroyed the corner of the sitting room, so they needed to break up the walls again. The tree fell down and destroyed the corner of the sitting room, so they needed to break up the walls again. Okay, let's go see the next one. Monument. Monument. So, a monument is a structure or building that is built to honor a special person or event, right? If the city is going to make a monument, they are going to build something important, something to refer to a happening or a person, right? I will give you two examples here. And the first one is this. We visited a number of historical monuments. We visited a number of historical monuments. And example two, the pyramids are a living monument to the scale of their builders. The pyramids are a living monument of the scale of their builders. Okay, let's go see another one. The next related vocabulary is this, facility. Facility. So facility has two meanings here. The first one is a place specially included buildings where a particular activity happens, right? For example, a nuclear research facility, a military facility, or the other meaning would be an ability to do something easily and well, right? For example, his facility for languages is astonishing, but that's not the meaning we want to use here because we're talking about buildings, aren't we? So what we are going to see in the examples is the first meaning of the word, right? And the first example goes like this. The training facility is scheduled to open next month. The training facility is scheduled to open next month. So just a remark here. Did you notice how I pronounced this word here? Scheduled. So that would be British pronunciation, right? Well, some British people, the, the younger ones, they are pronouncing scheduled too, but that would be the American way, right? That is all right. That is all right. I'm just telling you that there is a difference between standard British pronunciation and American pronunciation, right? An American person would say scheduled, scheduled, right? But again, British way, the training facility is scheduled to open next month. And example two, new vehicles are inspected at the company's inspection facility. New vehicles are inspected at the company's inspection facility. Let's go see the next one. 
unsustainably. Unsustainably. This one has two meanings. And the first one is something in a way that cannot continue over a period of time. You cannot sustain that for a long time. Or the other meaning is something that causes damage to the environment and is therefore, because of that, not able to continue for a long time. Right? We can use uh, this word in both, uh, with both meanings in this context here. Right? I will give you the, the first example. Prices have been set unsustainably high for years. Prices have been set unsustainably high for years. And, example two, water is being used unsustainably and is running out. Water is being used unsustainably and it's running out. Okay, let's go see the next related vocabulary. Observation tower. Observation tower. So that would be a tower from where you can see or watch something, right? For example, if you are in Canada, like some of my students, you have in Toronto the, the Canadian Tower. That would be an observation tower as well, because you can go up there and see or watch things happening down there. The example one is, most visitors watch from the observation tower. Most visitors watch from the observation tower. And example two, policemen in observation towers and hundreds of cameras monitored the traffic. Policemen in observation towers and hundreds of cameras monitored the traffic. Okay, let's go see the next one. The next related vocabulary. Skyscraper. Skyscraper. That would be a high-rise building, a very tall one, right? Usually we see this, uh, this type of building in big cities, right? So tell me, do you live in a big city? Does your city has skyscrapers? Tell me. And let's go see the example one. The restaurant is at the top of one of the big downtown skyscrapers. The restaurant is at the top of one of the big downtown skyscrapers. And example two, Burj Khalifa, again. Burj Khalifa is one of the most beautiful skyscrapers in the world. Burj Khalifa is one of the most beautiful skyscrapers in the world. How are you so far? Are you still there? Are you getting it? Are you taking notes? Are you following me? Okay, and those listening to the podcast, are you still there? <laughs> okay, now it's time for us to see some advanced words. And the first advanced word is renovate. Renovate. Renovate means to repair and improve something, especially a building. And I'll give you two examples. The first one is the museum is closed for renovations. The museum is closed for renovations. Example two, he renovates old houses and sells them at the profit. He renovates old houses and sells them at the profit. Okay, let's go see the next advanced word. Revamp. Revamp. I like this word. And revamp means to change something 
or to make or arrange something differently in order to improve it, to embellish it, right? Example one, we revamped the management system, but business is doing no better than it was before. I'll repeat that for you. We revamped the management system, but the business is doing no better than it was before. And example two, the company is spent five million on a major revamp of its offices. The company has spent five million on a major revamp of its offices. Okay, the next advanced word is that one. Castellated. Castellated. And this means a castellated building uh, is made to look like a castle, right? By having towers and battlements. So battlements would be uh, a wall, a large wall with regular spaces in it, right? Uh, we see this. Do you remember Game of Thrones again? Do you remember King's Land? It was like a castle, wasn't it? So we can see those high walls and we could see some intervals, some regular spaces in it. So you would have, for example, a tower here, then a wall with a space, another tower, another wall with a space, another tower. See, those spaces are battlements, okay? And I'm going to give you two examples as well. The first one is Ottawa's Parliament is a castellated building. Ottawa's Parliament is a castellated building. And the second one, the parapet is castellated with gargoyles at the corners. So I need to explain that one for you before repeating it. So a parapet is a long wall that is used at the borders of um, a bridge, for example, or a passage. Uh, it's used, uh, it's oftentimes used to prevent people from falling down, right? So if you have a bridge and the parapet would be those barriers at the sides of it, right? That would be a parapet. And gargoyles, I think you know what gargoyles are. So gargoyle would be, I, make a note, I made a note here for you, that ugly creature or had cut from stone and attached to the roof of an old church, an old building, often with an open mouth through which rain water flows away. So you see those images, they are often made out of stone, right? And they are put at the corners of the roofs of some church, old buildings, and they look a bit scary and spooky, right? Those would be gargoyles, right? And they are intended that the purpose of them is to make the rainwater flows away from the roof, okay? All right, let's repeat that one. The parapet is constellated with gargoyles at the corners. Good. Let's go see the next advanced word. Palatial. Palatial. A palatial house is a very large and beautiful one, highly decorated to look like a palace, right? And I'll give you two examples. The first one is, they lived in a palatial apartment. They lived in a palatial apartment. And example two, 
My biggest dream is a palatial house. My biggest dream is a palatial house. Let's go see the next advanced word. State of the art. State of the art. This means very modern and using the most recent ideas and methods. I'll give you two examples. The first one is, I'd like to buy a state-of-the-art computer. I'd like to buy a state-of-the-art computer. And example two, they built a new edifice using state-of-the-art technology. They built a new edifice using state-of-the-art technology. Can you repeat that? They built a new edifice using state-of-the-art technology. Good, very good. Then let's go see the last advanced word of today's class. And that would be mesmerizing. Mesmerizing. This means very attractive in a mysterious way, making you want to keep looking at something, right? You might be even a bit hypnotized, see? That something mesmerizing is something that catches your attention. You want to keep looking at it, okay? I will give you two examples. The first one, he had the most mesmerizing blue eyes. He had the most mesmerizing blue eyes. And the second one, the tiles of the building were mesmerizing because they had an iridescent color. The tiles of the building were mesmerizing because they had an iridescent color. So iridescent is a type of color that is showing many bright colors that change with movement, right? When you look at one side, it looks a bit purple. When you look at the other side, it looks a bit blue, greenish. So that would be an iridescent color. Okay. Okay, we've made so far. How are you? How are you feeling? Now, we are going to see the questions. Are you ready? So, if you're new to this, if you haven't seen the previous classes, the previous practice classes, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to ask you some questions uh, in the form of the exam, right? Part one, part two, and part three questions. And I will give you time to answer them. Okay, I will wait for you to present your answer. Of course, I'm not hearing you, but I will give you some time and then I will ask you another one. Right? The time I give you is a reasonable time for you to answer the question. Okay, all right, all right. So let's go see the first question. So tell me a little about your country. And which part of your country do most people live in? Where is your country located?
Tell me about the main industries in your country. And what are some of the good things about living in your country? Okay, okay, very good. Now, I will give you first one minute to prepare and take your notes, and then I will require you to stop taking notes and start talking for up to two minutes, okay? So, are you prepared to have your pencil and paper there? All right, so the question is, Describe a new public building you know that you want to visit. You should say what building it is, how you know about it, what the building looks like, and why you want to visit. You have one minute starting now. All right, time's up. You can stop taking your notes and could you please start talking?
thank you you might stop okay now we are going to see the part three questions and the first one goes like this do you think that people's lifestyles will have an impact on the way buildings are designed And do you think urban spread should be limited and controlled? And why are taller and taller buildings being constructed nowadays? And are there any interesting public buildings in your country? And do buildings reflect culture?
And which is better, to repair old public buildings or build new ones? Okay, thank you. That is the end of the test. How was it? Was it hard? Was it difficult? What do you think? Did you have trouble when finding words to say, when knowing what to say or how to say? How was it? Well, in fact, that's what I teach in my online course, how to say, because it's all about, it's not about using your English. You need to know how to use your English to answer the questions adequately, okay? So, I hope it has helped you and I see you in the next videos. Cheers! Thanks for listening. For more content, check my Instagram profile, Blood.